0: Welcome to the Monsters, Myths, and Mayhem podcast. I'm Silver, as always. And as always as well, our lovely co-host.
1: Chaotic.
0: Sorry for all the inconsistencies in the episodes recently, but everything's been fairly busy for us here, IRL. Yeah. Convention was the most recent excitement. Anyways... Uh, we can kind of kick off with the episode if you want chaotic. Yeah. This week's creature
1: mm-hmm.
0: is going to be the puka. Mm-hmm. Do you know much about the puka, or have you heard of it?
1: I have heard of it. I don't know a whole heck a lot about it.
0: It is in the category of one of your favorite uh, myths. Oh, yeah. Mm hmm. Since we've done them, similar ones recently. Okay. Celtic shape changers that prefer the forms of horses.
1: Okay.
0: So it's right up there with the knuckle and the Kelpie.
1: Love that. What is this said- What is this pattern, Silver? <laughs> you, just, you just finding <laughs> things that represent the knuckle to make me sad?
0: No. I mean, it it seems like the Celtics and Irish, and they all like the symbol of the horse, which comes up in a lot of their mythology.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I may have to look into that, see exactly why there are so many uh, horse-type myths. But as a plus note, This one is a little nicer than the Kelpie and a little nicer than, a lot lot nicer than the Nuklevy. So we kind of went from evilest to nicest so far with the Puka. The Puka Mm -hmm. is spelled many different ways.
1: I was going to say, I typed in regular old P-O-O-K-A and got Mm P-U-C-A as the general myth spelling.
0: Yeah. So from the spellings I found, I found, like you did, the P O O K A, P U C A, but there's also P L I C A, P H U C A, P W W K A, P U K A, and P O O K H A. It's a lot. But for simplicity's sakes, I. I'll be spelling it with the P-O-O-K-A, just because that's the closest to the, Eng- the standard modern English spelling that I can... It's easy for me to remember. With all those spellings come with different meanings for the word puka. So with the puka, it could either be mean a goblin or ghost or spirit. Or even a nature spirit.
1: This thing's just—it's just—it's just versatile.
0: Oh yeah. It, well, it's a shape changer. It likes to adapt. It said that it said that the puka likes to change its form in order to what best fits the situation to talk with somebody. Because that is no common trait of the puka, is that it loves to talk to people. Oh. Mm -hmm. It is versatile in the human language.
1: In, like, multiple languages?
0: I would say yes. I'm going to guess back in the day it was mainly Irish, Scottish, uh, man, I forget other countries in that area, (laughs) their (laughs) languages, English, but it loves to talk to people. But it's also a mischievous spirit. People might have even talked to a puka without even knowing it. Because they'll come up to you and just start talking to you. They give you uh, good fortunes and bad fortunes. So one thing a puka likes to do, which is the most common from what I've heard, is imagine you're sitting on your front porch. And you see a old man come up to you. And he just kind of... You know, he's waves, says, hi, how you doing? Uh, I used to live here in this house. That's how he usually initiates conversation. Says Sometimes he says he's got bad fortune for you, or his family fell into bad fortune. That's how he lost the house. But after talking with him for a while, he'll just disappear. Just no disappear. trace. Just swoop. Yep. yep, leave no trace whatsoever. Not saying goodbye, not anything. In the last little last hour or so you're talking with the Puka. Just kind of seems hazy. You don't exactly remember everything. But a little more on do you want to know a little more on the shape changing aspect of the Puka?
1: Yes. Is it always a horse?
0: It is not always a horse.
1: Is it just preferably a
0: horse? In stories, it's more prefer in the old folklores. It's, it's preferred form is a horse. Okay. It also has two preferred colors to be. So you'll either have a puka that is all black fur or all white fur. Mm. And there is one feature about the puka that it cannot change mm-hmm. when its shape changes. That is the color of its eyes. Mm. So you'll either have... There's two colors that always kept coming up since mythology, folklore, you really, Wide variety of stories mixed in there. The two main colors I seen were the the Puka's eyes are always red, mm-hmm. or they're always gold.
1: I was gonna say I see a lot of yellow going on right now, And mm-hmm. like golden. I want whatever this thing is.
0: Gold is the main one, but there's also other forms the Puka likes to take. It can take an eagle, rabbit, oh my horse, dog, cat. Pretty much whatever fits the situation it needs to be able to talk to somebody. Or uh-huh. play mischief. And sometimes they just mix them and become a goblin. Which is said to be the original form.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see a lot about Fae and Goblin.
0: And uh... The trend Trent can change into people. Ew. As in an old man, or usually an old man to get you to talk to them. As of today, there is no... Record of a puka actually ever harming anybody in Ireland. That's good. They have scared a lot of people.
1: They would be scary. Some of these pictures are frightening.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, they like to scare you into giving them food. Oh. Which becomes no- became known as the puka share. So the puka share is uh, re- related to Samhain. Samhain? Some, some Samhain. Some
1: Samhain. I don't know. I hope. Think. I think that's how it's pronounced.
0: <laughs> We're gonna expert pronunciationers, pronunciators, <laughs>
1: pronunciators,
0: pronunciators,
1: pronunciators. <yes. laughs>
0: but anyway. Oh my
1: god! <laughs> I looked up the pronunciation. Yes. Sawin.
0: Sawin. That's right. I I've heard it. Both ways, but sounds Yo, are-
1: Bird and I just had this conversation about Celtic folklores and, like, spellings. Nothing makes sense. Have you seen how they spell Siobhan? Siobhan? Siobhan. No. S-I-O-B-H-A-N. What? Siobhan is how you pronounce that. Huh. Like, bruh.
0: That takes some getting used to trying to pronunciate pronunciate of course we're not the bestie ohio accents But alan is what is mainly the puka share is mainly associated with it's which is on october 31st and november 1st is puka's day when it is considered to when you're supposed to uh the puka share is when you leave a little bit of crops in your field that way, the puka has something that it can eat, and it doesn't come and aim its wrath towards you because it's hangry.
1: Right, 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 right. I did know that they mm-hmm. leave behind uh, because the pukas will spit on
0: it. Pukas will also spit on berries.
1: Oh, majestic. Okay.
0: Yeah. So if you see uh, frosty berries, uh huh, don't eat them because the puka has spit on them and they will kill you. Oh. Because they are poisonous. After the puka, after the puka spits on it, but if you don't leave this chair, you incur the wrath of a hangry puka, Uh which he will just come and menace, become a menace for you. Mm. And the way he likes to be a menace is giving you free rides, kind of like the Kelpie, uh huh, where he will try and trick you, or if you're stumbling out of a pub at night and you get on this horse, it'll just. Run for its life. I have oh. seen it described as a F1 race car driving oh. through the countryside at full speed. Oh. Through fields, through fences, all throughout the countryside. Mm. You, it only usually get you try and convince you when you're drunk or at your house at night. So if you just never leave your house at night, you may be safe. Okay. Oh yeah, that reminds me. The puka only comes out at night, so you won't see a puka in the daylight. Okay. As well as they do not go into the cities. They do not do big cities or towns,
1: uh-huh. bigger
0: towns. They uh they prefer the rural countryside. You sound confused.
1: I'm just nope. I'm just I'm just listening. Puka is okay. an interesting character.
0: Some more fun facts about the puka. Is that there is small lakes and springs in Ireland that are actually named after the Puka. They're called Puka holes or palafuka. Let's see if you can pronounce this word. Oh god. There you go, it's in the Discord chat.
1: Palafuka? Pounds
0: Sounds right 20. to me. <laughs> Uh, which means, uh, puka hole or demon hole. Go swim in the demon hole. Do do do, do 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 Sorry, that just popped in my head. Well, these names began to change. Because of a certain group. Can you guess the group?
1: Uh, no.
0: What usually comes in and starts changing things?
1: Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah. Very, mm-hmm.
0: very common in mythology. Yeah. That's right. Christianity came in. hmm They changed the name of the Pooka Pools to St. Patrick's Wells. Uh-huh. And then they just started smear campaigning the Pooka. We love that. Making him out to be a demon, really evil. But she's not quite... I don't think he's quite as evil as... Like the Kelpie or the Nuckle but but
1: mm-hmm.
0: more fun fact architecturally wise, like the Puka Pools in Ireland, uh, there is some in rural areas, the houses out there will have benches on the right side of the door and a gatepost. And the gatepost on the right will be smooth, and on the left side, uh-huh. <laughs> will be. Rocky will be rocky or some sort of uncomfortable mound because this helps determine what type of puka comes and visits you. So the nice pukas that just want to give you life advice and good fortune will sit on the right side that's more comfortable and smooth.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The pukas that are just there for mischief uh, will sit on the left side that's uncomfortable. Oh. So if you see someone sitting out on your porch on the left-hand side at night, just kind of leave them sitting out there.
1: Left-hand side of the porch.
0: Yes, of the gate. Noted. That's all the kind of info I have about the puka. Would you like to move on to media?
1: Yes. Yeah, what is this thing in?
0: So, you know how I mentioned that in beginning that the puka likes to take the form of the horses in the old folklore? Yes. Well, it seems to have another preferred form that people use in modern day media. Mm Mm-hmm. And that is of a white rabbit.
1: Oh my god.
0: Can you think of any mischievous white rabbits?
1: Well, I mean Alice in Wonderland.
0: You know, that's probably a pretty might be a he actually, I haven't. That's one I haven't heard of, but really, kind of fits.
1: The, I mean, it, to what you've been talking about with the puka so far, it fits really well. I think.
0: Yeah, takes you off to. Sometimes they say the puka takes you off to another world. So that's.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, he like leads Alice right to it too. So.
0: Yeah. Uh. The ones I seen was. Mm-hmm. Uh, a. Play that became a film called Harvey. It had a six-foot white rabbit in it. Harvey? Yeah. It was some sort of horror movie, I think.
1: Harvey?
0: Yeah, H-A-R-V-E-Y. It a
1: six-foot white rabbit in it. Yes. Terrifying.
0: Uh, another one was Darby O'Gill in The Little People, uh, where Puka scares him into a well. And Dar- in the I think it was 2001. Donny Darko.
1: I love Donnie Darko.
0: I believe. He's not that... a
1: white rabbit, though. Frank is like a gray rabbit. Ah.
0: Well, white and black make gray, so.
1: Well, you're right, but he's like, he's like a completely gray rabbit, and he's like a costume rabbit. Ah. So it's, I was just, I hadn't, like I, when you said mischievous rabbits, I thought. Alice in Wonderland and Donnie Darko, but I just wasn't sure if Donnie Darko counted. I mean, it—he is like an ominous sign in the movie. But yeah,
0: I have not seen the movie. It's very good. And another one that is newer than the folklore, but older, or newer than the folklore, but older than the movies is: Have you ever heard of this little, little little-known playwright called Shakespeare?
1: Shakespeare. Yeah. Shakespeare? <laughs> yes. I'm blinking that much. She's blinking as much as I'm blinking.
0: <laughs> yes, uh, the little little known writer, playwright name, named Shakespeare. Uh-huh. He happened to do this uh very uh semi-famous play called A Midsummer Night's Dream. Yes. You know there a character named Puck. Y- yes. Puck is based off of Puka.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I wasn't, uh, I wasn't ready for that connection, if I'm honest. I, I wasn't even thinking of that.
0: That's all the notes I had for what they're in. <laughs> would you like to move on to Mayhem?
1: Yes, mm-hmm. sure would.
0: Would you like to start?
1: Uh, yeah, I, modern day society, I don't see there being a whole lot of like unruly mayhem, like stuff we couldn't keep up with, I guess, is what I mean. Like, I feel like we could manage this pretty well. Um, I don't know. I guess it always comes down to, I feel like I always do this. It always comes down to if there's one of them or if there's a whole bunch of them.
0: According to lore. Lore. Uh each county in Ireland has their own puka. Okay. So there is multiple pukas.
1: But each county has their own puka. So like in our county, we would only have to deal with one. Right?
0: I don't know if it's if it's their own. Type of puka like some pukas like to be horses while others like to be rabbits, okay. And they have just a population of those,
1: Uh
0: or if it's just a single one per Mm.
1: because
0: they are goblins, which usually come in fae creatures, which usually have more than one.
1: I feel like I don't know. I feel like if we like okay, so it say we knew we knew about them, like say we've lived with them long enough, like with evolution, that we know about them, I feel like they'd be manageable. If these guys just popped up like today and started showing up on people's porches and like in their farms and stuff, maybe not. Does that make sense? Like, I feel like if we know the precautionaries already, pretty easily avoidable, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. That's but true.
1: If they just popped up and like people let's people didn't listen to, you know, like our podcast and didn't educate themselves like awesome people there, there would be problems. People would just be falling for it.
0: Especially, uh, with as many small towns have multiple bars for the puka to pick people up at. I think it would be, it would be a big stretch today though, in order to get picked up for a ride from a puka. Yeah. Because we got cars now. Horses aren't as prevalent. So how, what would a puka be able to turn into to convince you to get on its back? It just yeah. have to start forcing people to.
1: Yeah, I guess. Or it would just like, what if it moves along with modern day? Like, what if it starts offering modern things?
0: Transforms into a motorcycle?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, but, but you're laughing, but is it impossible? I feel uh. like this thing could adjust to the times. Maybe not a motorcycle, but you know how many of us idiots out there would hop on the back of a bear? You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: like, there's so many be wildlife
1: enthusiasts out there that would like, like, I know for a fact, if, if a wolf that appeared tame walked up to my children and or husband, they would try and get on it or pet it.
0: You know what and I mean? It did the... And it did the doggy thing where it spins around your legs and tries to yeah. get through your legs,
1: yeah. Or like, it's, yeah. like, stop. yeah, is like a best friend. Like there, there's just. I mean, I, I don't. I'm not saying it's impossible, but I really think that they could adjust and figure out what it is that is like the interest at the moment.
0: Uh, yeah, or, or if they were just real instead of talking to you the trick you into doing it. Uh they'd run up behind you as like a cat, You'd jump through your legs and transform while they're under your legs into a horse.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's you fair too. Like, yeah, just like grow. Like god yeah. if it was a fucking kitten and walked up and just started like rubbing up against my legs and stuff, I wouldn't think twice about it. You know, like moving mm-hmm. in between my feet.
0: Or a fly. Zzz.
1: No, I'd fuck a fly up. <laughs> I'd fuck a fly up. Ninja steals.
0: I've seen your ninja skills. Don't you it.
1: insult me right here on this podcast. <laughs> Don't you do that to uh. me. Right in everybody's salad right in front of all of our people.
0: We just have to take your ninja skills to the test. Do you believe it?
1: I believe in myself. <laughs> you may not believe in me, but I believe in myself.
0: Okay, we're from Naruto to... Uh... almost Gurren Logan.
1: I'm almost what now? You back up?
0: (laughs) So the quote, believe it, was from Naruto, the ninja. Then you said believe in you, but you believe in yourself. Right. That's almost like Gurren Logan, where the main character says, uh, if you don't believe in yourself, believe in me who believes in you. Oh. Which is almost like that, but...
1: Yeah, almost. You're right. That's so close. (laughs)
0: I think back to the puka. I think if people know about the puka, we can put the puka the work willingly if we give them food and then they take drunks home. Oh, since they like to give drunks the wild rides, that is the Uber service for the bars. Mm. The bar just kind of calls up a, uh, puka. It's like, hey, yeah, we got a couple unruly drunks here. Uh, they'll be out in about fifteen minutes. You want to pick them up, take them home?
1: Drunks tend to be the, they tend to always kind of get fucked over in these situations. <laughs> Wasn't it last I, episode that we talked about that where there was something with drunks that like they were gonna get got?
0: Well, that was Cronus was the last episode, and he drank too much and. Uh, ended up spewing back out Hades and them.
1: Yeah, and so maybe it was the episode right before him. We talked about somebody. It was like it was like a a certain creature that was like easily gonna be able to snatch up a drunk in like an alley.
0: Uh I think the one before that was the kelpie.
1: Yeah, I think that one was it.
0: The kelpie, maybe, possibly. I think this is more of a precautionary tale about getting too drunk. Yeah, Kelpie, hungry, hungry skeleton, a hoot in the night.
1: Uh, you know what? I bet if we went back and listened, there's a small ode to drunk people in every single one.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: I think, I really do think Kelpie's, there was something with Kelpie's where, like, they prey on, like, people that aren't, like, in their right mind or something. Um, that That drunk people were an easier target. I think it was Kelpie's.
0: I think drunks are easier target for everybody. Well,
1: they are. That's what I mean, though. That's how our (laughs) our episodes always come back to us, just being like, yeah, we wouldn't be easy targets, but them people that are drunk, though.
0: Okay, so this is a warning from the (laughs) Smiths Mayhem podcast to everybody.
1: Stay inside if you're going to drink and don't talk to things on your porch, okay? (laughs) Thanks.
0: Don't get drunk in high mythological monster travel areas.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: that's all I can think of was the, uh, well, you said most of my things I was thinking of, too. The the bar delivery service. Yeah. Modern day Ubers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Anyways, if we, should we wrap it up? Sure. Anything else to add?
1: I don't If something's on my porch, um, I'm going to scream. But no, other than that, that's really about it. terrifying. I just terrifying.
0: What was Mr. Ed a puka? talking what? horse?
1: How, okay, <laughs> how do we how, how do we know the difference now between? I mean, I High guess color. the knuckle of these differently different. Yeah, it's like more skeletal too. Mm-hmm.
0: And kelpies are wet,
1: Ooh,
0: moist. Uh, uh. <laughs> Disgusting. Oh. Mr. Ed was in black and white, wasn't it? Yes. So we can't see if its eye color was gold. It could have actually been a a red.
1: There might be... There might be a colored picture out there somewhere of of it in color.
0: Mr. Ed talking horse in color. It's got sunglasses on. Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Ed was a zebra.
1: Um... I don't think so. Ed. No, he had regular eyes. Okay. He had regular standard brown eyes.
0: So he wasn't a...
1: Or was he just really good at disguise?
0: He was in the movie business. Maybe they gave him contacts.
1: You never know.
0: The only picture I can see is like 60p.
1: Oh, hang on. I got like 50 billion here.
0: Each one of those horses were different horses.
1: No, they're not. (laughs) I know. No, they're not. (laughs) Thank you for this episode of Monsters, Myths, and Mayhem where Silver is a liar.
0: And for you younger generations, uh, just Google what Mr. Ed is.
1: Yeah, good luck. Have fun.
0: Thank you, listeners, for tuning in to the Monsters, Myths, and Mayhem podcast. Thank you to our patrons. Which you can find our Patreon over at monster or patreon.com slash monsters, myths, and mayhem. If you wish to be shouted out, you can join our mayhem rank for six dollars a month, or if you just would like to support us. It's we got a three dollar rank, three dollar a month, and also a twelve dollar a month uh, rank for you, le- legendary ranks which uh, you get your names displayed at the end of the streams when we do streams and maybe some other extra stuff that I'm currently thinking of but our current members are Loki Nuggies Super Mage Mondi and Ruby any chaotic updates?
1: Um I don't think so. I don't think so. Chaotic is still sick from con, So if you come to stream next week, there's a high likelihood I will still be my VTuber. Um, just because my eye is still not doing better and I'm pretty sure it's transferring to the other eye now. And my medicine is on back order. So, yeah, it's been rough. <laughs> if you stop by uh, next week, it's very, very likely I will still be VTuber. Um, we also have a tournament coming up in July, so everybody be watching for that. And I think that's it. I think that's all I've really got happening.
0: Hopefully, we can be back on our normal schedule here with it things slowing down a little bit, pending health and such. Oh, you can get your VTuber an eye patch.
1: You know what? My VTuber doesn't have to suffer because I'm suffering. Okay, we don't have to do that to her.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> it just popped into my head eyepatches <laughs> are cool they're like monocles you can't see out of
1: they're like monocles <laughs> you can't
0: see
1: out of <laughs> what <laughs> oh no
0: uh, anyways uh, uh, chaotic with the outro
1: yup give me just a second <laughs> monocles you can't see out of
0: Eye patches, just monocles you can't see out of.
1: <clears throat> Thank you for listening to the Monsters, miss and Mayhem podcast. Silver and Chaotic take you into the depth of the lore and discuss how these legends could affect modern day society. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or almost any podcast service easiest to you. Dive into the depths of chaos with us every Wednesday. Bar Silver and Chaotic, not missing their scheduling, and consider joining the podcast Discord or Twitter, following even more insider looks and even some D anD D sessions. If you'd like some extra special inside looks, or even want to be a guest on the show, consider helping us via Patreon. Your help makes us such a big difference to us both. Until next time, mythics. You never know what kind of mayhem we might get into. Sponsored by Eye Patches, Monocles. You can't see through. <laughs> <laughs>